welcome back to a very ceremonious 17th episode <laughs> yeah. of This Week in Cincinnati. Yep, it's Lindsay and Brandon. We're back um, after a little little hiatus, a little break. Um, We're just keeping we just you kinda, on your toes. Yeah, we took, we took a couple of weeks uh, off with just lot, too much going on too much to, going to on. this point. So, and unfortunately, know, obviously this, is... this, this show is about all the stuff we have going on. But ironically, but but know. unfortunately, this is the thing. This is one of the things that kind of gets the axe, if yeah, if possible or necessary. And, so and right, we're trying to remind ourselves that we still have two small kids, and hey, it's okay to be tired and not want to record sometimes. So you know, we hope you all understand. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're pretty sure you do. Yeah, I, I would hope so, but. <laughs> But we are back um, in honor of, I mean, I'll just say in honor of Cincinnati Taco Week, we're back. You All know, right. It's a, you know. It's a, it's a good it's a, week. It's a food week in Cincinnati, so, you know, you definitely know you're going to hear from us. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, uh, I guess, so, should we, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with? Well, we can talk about our new yeah, intro the, and outro the new, music. The new intro music you just heard. So, um, it yeah, is, go ahead. Yeah, it's courtesy of Crystal Peterson, who is, fortunately for me, a friend of mine. And she mm-hmm. offered to write this great piece for us. Um, yeah. Just this quick track. It was written by Crystal Peterson and the Thunder Brothers with a vocal per- performance by Crystal Peterson. She is truly one of the most talented vocalists I've ever heard. She's mm-hmm. an incredible musician. Um, if you've never heard her music, she's truly amazing. You should check it out. She is on Spotify, but of course, you know, um, buy some music if if you're able. Mm-hmm. I and worked with Crystal and she's yeah, as... I mean, we've, we've seen her perform. Yeah. An, she's incredible. Live. A number of times and definitely... Yeah. Um, you know, seek that out. Check check out her. You know, yeah. she, she probably posts her stuff on Spotify and Facebook and whatever. Oh, wherever like her you can see, like, um, like upcoming live, shows, live dates. And stuff. She hasn't really had much. I know they've been doing a lot of recording, but Got she that. has okay. been um, she has been out performing with Jess Lamb. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess when Jess Lamb is Jess Lamb and friends at some places, I know that Crystal has performed She's with her. One of the friends. Yes, she is one of the friends. Gotcha. Um, I, I mean, I believe so. Of course, yep. they have shows at 9 p.m., and that's way too late for me. <laughs> so Crystal is as awesome in real life and personably as she is musically. Mm. So very excited to have this yep. new music, courtesy of her. We really wanted yep. to have a Cincinnati artist, so we've kind of been using filler. Yeah, I mean, we were just using, like, a stock thing yeah. that you found. yeah. Like, like a while back and just you know going with it as much as we could but right it's it's nice to have our own thing it's nice to have it's especially sure. it's it's really cool to have you know a piece of original music that was written you know specifically for us, for us. which is which is incredible she's, yeah, so she's great. yeah so um definitely check her out thank you so much crystal for uh for that yeah and for, uh yeah if you're that, listening go awesome. check her stuff out Perfect. Um, so, <laughs> not just what has happened in the past week. We're going to talk yeah, about what we've where done. We, where we start, but we're not yeah. going to go over every detail of what we've eaten, like we do typically. We'll just <laughs> we'll just ca- like hit on the heavy hitters. Sure. Okay. 
So um, one of the cool things that we've done recently is we went to the Decibel Chicken brand launch at OTR Eatery. Mm -hmm. For those who are unaware, that is the Korean fried chicken, or the, I guess, the artist formerly known as. It was the yet-to-be-named Korean fried chicken pop-up. So now it is called Decibel Chicken with the Mm -hmm. tagline, um, here... Taste, taste the crunch. The crunch. Taste the crunch. Something with a crunch. Something with a crunch, and it's yeah. it's so. I mean, that it's place very is crunchy, so good. So, yeah. And they've they've revamped their menu just just slightly. Mm. They've added a Korean fried corn dog and mozzarella sticks, which are just <laughs> yeah. awesome. We talk about this place all the time. Mm? We love it. Yeah, I I mean it's <laughs> it's definitely become you know one of our go tos, uh, especially. Yeah. If we're downtown for any reason, we'll talk about we'll talk about what yeah. we did recently. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, actually, let's just talk about that. We we were downtown. We went to Asian Food Fest, which was yeah. last weekend, mm-hmm. in a new location. Yeah, it's on the Court Street corridor. The Court Street Plaza. Court Street Plaza. Which it was huge. I it was. Yeah, I mean they they closed off a lot more of than just that. Yeah. Plaza. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was also on Vine between what Central and um, Ninth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Between Central and Ninth. So it was it was huge, yeah. which is great. But, um, we definitely we waited in a few lines. Um, yeah, I mean that. I, I mean, good for them for sure. But yeah. yeah, it was definitely it was kind of an overwhelming experience. It was definitely sure. the first time that we've been to something like that. In you know a year and a half, right? So, yeah, which and stuff like that wasn't kind of that crowded, and we know. weren't really into that before the pandemic. Yeah, so and the crowds not our there favorite. Was, there was a lot, yeah. There was a lot of people down there. Really, really good turnout, especially for the new location. I I feel like it was a really great. Location. It wasn't really publicized. Is like the new location wasn't publicized. I mean, I definitely saw some stuff sure. for Asian Food Fest, but I don't remember seeing like, about. It being a big thing that it was on, you know, Court Street Plaza instead of, instead of where it usually is. So it's, it's cool to see that that was, um, you know, people found out about that. Hopefully all the businesses, you know, sold out of everything they had. I'm sure they did. So we got. (laughs) Given how, how long the lines were. Sure. We, we got, um, we got a few different places. We've got Momo's from Bridges, which that's my favorite thing from there. We also got, um, what was the second place we went to? Yeah. Or you got the secret menu item. Oh, yeah, the, from Finley Kitchen. Yeah, the yeah. cold noodles. It was like, yeah, it was kind of, they, they kind of described it as like uh, like Chipotle, but with cold noodles. Like, So you just kind of go through. Oh, you build your own. Yeah. Oh, I much. understand. Yeah. I didn't watch him get this, so I did not know that. Yeah, that it works. was, I mean, it was billed as a build your own thing, but then they just did it and put everything on it. Yeah. Which I would have gotten everything on it anyway, but yeah, it was definitely not as like you don't have the, the same control that you would normally have at a build your own sure type situation. So um, also tried uh, Dai Trang, yeah, which I've heard amazing things about. We got a few things from there, yeah, that were super good. The mm-hmm. waffle was amazing. Yeah, I didn't have never even heard of that. And it was Thai waffle. Did, Thai tea waffle. Thai tea waffle. You saw that on the menu and just decided to kind of. But it wasn't go on the on website. A, yeah. We only saw it like at their booth. Yeah, I feel like it might. It must have been kind of a late An replacement or something. Thing. But um, that was super good. Yeah, they also had um, a fried 
they called it, called it a Korean, uh, Korean street dog, which was, it was part kind of hot dog, part mozzarella stick, which I guess mm. is super common. Okay. And apparently they have these all over in California. Oh. Which I didn't know that. Um, Interesting. I, I wouldn't. Drinking Dining Dion told me about that. Okay. So, so after we waited in line for a very long time for this one, we decided we are not waiting anymore. So yeah. we headed over to Decibel. Yeah. <laughs> at Which, OTR Eatery. You know, it was. After we had, you right, know, an appetizer right at Asian Food Fest. Asian Food Fest. Yeah, exactly. So, and, you know, there were. I mean, there was still a good couple of people there, but it wasn't nearly as crowded as no. Food Fest was. Sure. So it was it was a nice reprieve so, from. So we actually got to really actually eat a meal while we were down there. Sure. As opposed to just kind of grazing and waiting in lines. Because, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if we would have actually gotten a full dinner had we just kept on waiting in lines because we would have had to leave. Yeah. <laughs> True. So. It, um. So yeah, Decibel so, kind of saved the day. Decibel did save the day, and it was delicious. Yep. Um, we celebrated Skyline's seventy-second birthday, which yep. was, you know, we went when's, to when's not a good time to celebrate Skyline? Yeah. We also had Busy Bees Donuts mm-hmm. for the first time, and also for Celia's one hundredth food, yeah. which we've done baby led weaning with both of our babies. And for their one hundredth food, we got donuts both times, so we could, mm-hmm. you know, spell out the. The number 100 with the donuts. Mm. And Busy Bee has always been super highly mm-hmm. recommended to us, especially because I absolutely love glazed donuts. It was good. Yeah, their glazed donut was fantastic, I thought. Um, it's and, still no I mean, Stan the Donut Man or I will say, Donut like, Shop. We've, but yeah, we've tried to go there previously and... Only, at like 9 a.m. Only to be, yeah, like we went tried to go at like 9 a.m. on a Sunday only for them to be sold out. And yeah. everything. So, um, yeah. you, know, you were you were on it and got there right when they opened. Sure. I guess. I, I was. Yeah, I was yeah. I exactly. I <laughs> well. It was it was a special day in this household celebrating Cece's hundredth food. So I had to get up and get going to make sure that we got mm-hmm. them. So, um, also recently I had what is probably the best beer I've had this year. Which is, okay. which I haven't drank as much beer this year as I have in years past. Yeah. But this one really, really stuck out to me. It's Streetside Sunset Mindset. It's a Berliner Weiss with mango, pink guava, and passion fruit. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so in, good. Imperial Berliner Weiss, I believe. Uh, it's 6%. Yeah. So maybe. I mean, yeah, Berliner Weiss is normally like in five, the 4 to 5 range. Yeah, like 4.5 to 5. So, yeah. So I think it I think it was billed as an imperial. I mean, I don't think it, it maybe. But anyway, it, yeah. unimportant. Um, also visited Rustic Grains ahead of Vintage Market Days of Dayton and Cincinnati, which is of course a vintage market that will be at the Green County Fairgrounds of Xenia from October 29th through the 31st. And then I also went to the Fowling Warehouse ahead of Beer Booze and Bonks which is it's an mm-hmm. event that's going to be put on by Cincy by the Pint and the Gnarly Gnome. And it is sponsored by Cartridge Brewing, which I absolutely love. And it will be hosted by the Fowling Warehouse, and that is on November 20th. You can go to cincybythepint.com to get more information and to buy tickets. And they're also doing a giveaway right now on their um, 
on their Instagram account, which is at Cincy by the Pint. So yep. it's actually, I, I, it would be a great deal. You get 20 sample tickets to, I guess they have a beer mystery machine mm-hmm. that you, you get two of those. It's open fulling. Did I, did I keep saying fouling? I don't know how to pronounce I, it's it. It's bowling. So I was just kidding. It is 100% okay. fulling. Yeah. So it's like bowling, but with an F. It's football bowling, right? Yes. Is that the premise? Okay. Yes. I haven't and they either, say it's obviously. like football, bowling, and cornhole. Okay. And kind of like like beer pong. I right. saw that somewhere. But with, but like, with a football. Yes, exactly. You throw a football. Gotcha. Um, it is not, if I've been saying fouling, I, I think I I'm, think you have been. Yeah. But. It's because, like a foul. Isn't that an animal? Yeah. Like a chicken okay like a bird yeah, yeah. That's exactly that's what i but it's 100 yeah. percent fulling <laughs> you're throwing footballs not chickens yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> that got weird and yeah i mean if if we know you know the gnome and uh since you buy the pint like they're gonna they're gonna get some good beers oh it's, it's so, definitely gonna be worth your while i don't think they've announced the They've, def- they've announced the breweries that there are, are participating. Yes, there are 26 breweries that will be but participating, but gonna, not the They're going to bring good beers. So, yes. you know, like if all you want the, a really good kind of... All our favorite places a, a are going to be there. good kind of wide spread kind of trying everything. Yeah. You know, a lot of stuff that you probably wouldn't see. Um, I'm, I would be willing to wager that this event is going to be able to deliver in that. So Sure. So that'll be fun. It'll be, be it's actually, it's, so it's two different, um, sessions Mm -hmm. from 12 to 4 PM and then from six to 10. And I said, um, (laughs) well, Meryl who owns Mm. since I buy the pint was joking. And he said, Oh, we got all your favorite breweries there. So you'd be able to go. And I said, well, actually you really just did two sessions so I could go and be in bed by eight. (laughs) So I will definitely be at the early session. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, some news that's happened recently. This actually came out last week, and we meant to talk about it last week, but we didn't end up recording. But uh, the 2021's Best Foodie Cities in America was released by WalletHub. Did you read this? Or did you, you check sent it, out? it to me, yeah. I, I did it send it to you. You sent yeah. it to me last week. So, last week. Cincinnati was n- number 21 on this list, and it is the highest ranked Ohio city. Which is pretty cool. So the um, also, I just want to point out too that the word foodie is the absolute worst. Right. I, I was hate kind of wondering. It. I know. Yeah, I know you're not a fan of that word, so <laughs> I'm wondering why it's on here. But so so <laughs> the the what's the word that I'm looking for? The not the clientele. The, I don't know. The uh, the criteria mm-hmm. to determine the best and cheapest. Food scenes. Wallet Hub compared more than 180 U.S. cities across 29 key indicators of foodie friendliness. The da- the data set ranges from cost of groceries to affordability and accessibility of high quality restaurants to food festivals per capita. From what I understand, I think what really put Cincinnati up higher is the um, the higher end groceries per capita. Yeah, which I believe that totally makes sense you think so yeah with, with kroger head headquartered here and so you have sure. all the big flagship kroger stores you have two jungle gyms oh jungle gyms <laughs> you know those best. things are you know and for sure I, I, looking at the like the different criteria like food festivals per capita 
We've got to be pretty high on that list too. You would think so, but I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot of them, and you know, Cincinnati's not that big of a city as far as population goes. So, uh, yeah, it's true. Um, another really cool thing that I thought that I saw released today is that Braxton Brewing and La Rosa's have a collaboration to create a new lager. For those wondering, no, it's not actually like a pizza yeah, sauce I'm lager. Very, yeah. But, but Th- it's, thankfully, that was my first thought when you mentioned that to me earlier. No, I believe... I'm glad that, that that's not the case. What I'm thinking is that, <laughs> you know, they're doing this and then La Rosa's will have it on tap at all of their stores. Yeah, that's, which, yeah. And that's, that's actually pretty cool just because, you know, La Rosa's does serve beer at pretty much all of their locations. Yeah, if they, if they don't, then they... They're probably still in the process and, of like switching, like re- and, renovating. You know, it. they don't really have, they don't really have like a signature thing that they they serve, right? It's like, you know, as someone who has ordered a beer at the Roses before, they don't really, there's not really any rhyme or reason to it. So it's cool that they have their own thing, sure, and, and that it'll, you know, hopefully pair well with beer. So I think or in, pair well with pizza in and, this. Um, article it says Braxton's La Rosa's Lager is a clean lager with flavorful bitterness at 5% ABV and was carefully crafted to pair well with La Rosa's family recipe sauce according to a release which makes total sense Um, the beer will be available following an official tapping party at the Braxton Covington Tap Room on October 21st so that's a week from today which I'm excited about that good for them I love La Rosa's and I think this is wonderful Yep. <laughs> um, all right. We'll talk about these other couple of things when we talk about the upcoming week and things to do. So, Brandon. Okay. It is your turn this week to talk about a Cincinnati Exposed topic. Okay. For, for those who need a reminder. Yeah. We it's been a while. we yeah, right. We alternate between Brandon and myself about a topic that neither he or I knows about. So, like, if he mm-hmm. has a topic, I don't know what he's going to talk about. Mm-hmm. So tonight, I have no idea. Brandon. Sure. Let's get started. So the topic that I'm going to talk about this week is actually something that we've driven past a handful of times recently because we started taking a new way from to and from my mom's house. But oh. we're so we're going to talk about Cliff Road. No, Harrison Harrison's tomb. OK, um, so how, what do you know about? Harrison's tomb. Nothing. So, it you know, the ninth president of the United States is buried in the Cincinnati area, uh-huh. um, and there's a memorial to him there, and and all that stuff. Um, so he he died in 1841. Okay. Um, a very ceremonious presidency, or notorious presidency, I should say. I don't know anything about the. You don't know anything about William Henry Harrison? No. Of course not. So, like... Can you just, like, give what, me the cliffs notes like, real quick? So, like, Harrison Avenue... I, I mean, I understand yeah, okay. that. Okay, so, I like, don't know anything stuff. about his presidency. Yeah, so his presidency lasted for one month because he <laughs> passed away. He got sick during his inauguration because he gave his inauguration speech outside, and it was cold and storming. And there was a and pandemic. And he got sick. Oh. No, he... You know, you know, he you don't get like sick got, from being cold, right? You get sick from germs. He got sick from something. Something. Okay. And obviously, 
modern medicine not being what it is today in 1841, he uh, he basically Man. was mostly bedridden for the month that he lived and uh, exactly one month from his inauguration uh, passed he, away. That's insane. Yeah. And, I, I mean, he was I, I had also, no idea. He was, uh, I mean, he was a pretty, he was a pretty old guy. He was, I think, 68. Okay. And to that, that point, is, that is he, he had very pneumo- he died old of, in 1841. Yeah, he died of pneumonia. So he, you know, was, okay. yeah. And yeah, he was the oldest, he was the oldest president. Um, to date. No, until Ronald like, Reagan. Okay. Ronald Reagan broke his record of being an wow. old president. That that was a, an old president in 1841. Yeah, and so um, so basically after he died, they put his body a couple of months later. They put his body on a train and then on a barge, and rolled it down the river, <laughs> and what? ended up in North Bend, Ohio. Which is he has a he has a his family has a presence in North Bend, Ohio. At the bottom of Mount Nebo, which, if you are in, in that area, you will definitely see Mount Nebo Road. I remember seeing it. Yeah, um, and so that's that's one of the. I, I don't think it's it's not one of the seven hills or anything, but it's sure. it's definitely kind of along those lines. Um, and I, I mean, it was basically just kind of ignored for a while, just because there wasn't really any anyone maintaining it. Um, and then, um, basically, in 1919, the Ohio General Assembly um, started appropriating funds for it. Um, it's on the National Register of Historic Places now. It's all the you know, there's a you know nonprofit, the Harrison Sims Memorial Foundation. Wow. That. Um, that takes care of it now mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean and it's it's actually something i didn't know about william henry harrison is that you know his the the foundation is the harrison sims foundation so he his wife was part of the sims family okay of sims township sims i understand yeah s-y-m-m yes okay sims. and so they were both um, you know, residents of North Bend, Ohio, in the seventeen nineties, and that's that's how they met, and um, they eloped, which because because their you know families didn't um, approve of their their union. Wow, it's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Um, and then uh, you know after that, after you know marrying uh, Anna Sims, he, you know fought in the war of 1812 um you know and but he was he was stationed at fort washington which is you know in where downtown cincinnati is like fort, fort, fort washington, washington way. way yeah all that stuff so huh. it all kind of goes back to that that era and you know i think it's it's interesting you look at a lot of the kind of names around him and um you know names around like just throughout his life um, and he, he was the um, governor of the Ohio, or the he was the governor of the Indiana Territory before it was a state. Huh. But he was born. He he lived in the Northwest Territory before Ohio was a state. 
Whoa. And so, you know, a lot of a lot of interesting kind of like Wild West type stuff. Sure. But like Ohio in not, you know, not in the actual like Western U.S. Sure. So you I mean, all you had to do is pick something that has to do with about, about presidents. And, you know, I have absolutely no freaking idea. Yeah. Well, so now I know about so now, his presidency. I mean, now you know a little bit about him. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, the obviously, you know, any kind of like Harrison, the city of Harrison is named after him. The, mm-hmm. um, you know, Harrison County in Indiana is named after him. Um, you know, but obviously I think his, his reputation is, and is more that he's the, you know, he's the first president to die in office okay. as the shortest tenure. So, and, you know, is really just kind of looked at as a kind of almost a blight on history in that, you huh. know, this, this guy only, <laughs> only served for a month and. Yeah, how dare he get sick and die? But, you know, yeah, I mean, <laughs> so. But, right, I mean, and so really, but it actually kind of went to establish a lot of the, you know, laws and stuff that we have as far as presidential succession because there were there really wasn't a plan for that. Oh, that's a good point. And then, you know, he got sick and they were just like, oh, well. Okay, he's gonna die. We need to figure out what to do. Yeah, how's this and gonna so work? And so they they kind of figured figured all that stuff out. So, so if it wasn't for if it wasn't for him, all of that stuff would have been figured out much much later down the line. So, got it. Kind of kind of cool. That is kind of cool. Yeah, and you know he's buried here in Cincinnati. Honestly, we're we're gonna have to stop next time. Yeah. Right. What? At the tomb. Oh yeah, we'll have to check it out. Yeah, we still haven't been. Um, no, we we've driven by it. Yeah, a few times. Yeah, we've driven by it. You know enough times that I've you know seen seen the like signs and stuff, and I'm like oh, I want to just go up and check it out. But yeah, so we'll have to plan plan around it next time to to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. He, he's buried there. Anna Sims is buried there, which is was his wife, and then mm-hmm. I think. A handful of their kids. I, he had ten kids. Oh my gosh! I okay. All of them. I don't think all of them are, are buried there. Okay. But some of them are. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. So there you go. I'm always learning, man. Yeah. You're just like a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. If uh, if there is a historical uh, topic to be to be had, I'm probably the one that's gonna be bringing that up. That's so, a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. Um, okay. So the upcoming week and things to do. It is currently Cincinnati Taco Week, and that features $2 tacos from some of Cincinnati's most popular taco joints. Go to cincytacoweek.com to see who all is participating. And I, you know, Mm -hmm. um, with Burger Week, there are always some glaring absences, don't you think? Mm -hmm. Um, Like some of the most notoriously good burger places. But I will say that the list for... Taco Week is very yeah, good. Yeah, I was just looking at it too. It's it's, <laughs> it's really pretty good. much like I mean, all of my favorites are on here. I think pretty much everything Frida. everything you'd want outside of you know. I think the only ambition for me is like La Mexicana. Yeah, but um, you know all the other ones that especially all Mizunte. the ones that you know are are mentioned as far as the best ones in mm-hmm. in Cincinnati and you know one of the ones that we we like now 
being on the west side is Veracruz. They're on here. Yeah. Agave and Rye, I love. Yeah. Tortilla Garcia mm-hmm. is on here. Frida's Mizzute. great. Frida, uh, definitely one of my oh, favorites. Oh, yeah. I've heard great things about. Never been. Okay. It's newer. Um, and Bakersfield um, is on here. Yeah. Yeah. All the all the ones you would think of when you think of tacos sure. in Cincinnati, which, yeah. is, which it's is pretty a, cool. It's a great list. Yeah. Um, so, I'm, again, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. That's going on through Sunday. Go ahead and check those out. Um, Saturday is Fall on Fourth shopping event. So, special discounts and promotions at each location on um, the participating places on Historic West 4th downtown. So, have your shopping passport checked at each stop. Turn in your completed passport at the final stop, Rebel Metal Brewery, and enter to win a prize. So, these passports will be available at each participating location. And that is from 11 to 4 on Saturday. On Saturday and Sunday is Fall Food Fest at Finley Market. You can sample a variety of fall-themed treats from merchants, vendors, and farmers from the market. And that is from 10 to 4, Saturday and Sunday. Tickets are 5 for $10 or 12 for 20 which I think this sounds awesome. I would lo- I've never mm-hmm. done this before, but I would love to go. So if we go, definitely we'll let you know mm-hmm. how, that, how that is. Um, yeah, th- there, there's a lot more going on this weekend. Mm-hmm. So as I always remind you, you can go to tortoiseandsteady.com and sign up to, you will be prompted to subscribe to the newsletter that I send weekly. It is a very robust newsletter. Um, it covers a lot of ground, and I think, personally, I think it's a really great resource. You can also follow me, at Linsonati, on Instagram, and I actually share the link to that newsletter in my bio every week, so you can do that as well. But, again, mm-hmm. there is a lot more going on than just those few events that I shared. Brandon, take us to sports. Yeah, so uh, since the last time we talked, the Reds are over. So we don't have uh, we don't have any any baseball to talk about. Um, FC Cincinnati is uh, wrapping up their season, so they uh, they play at home uh, on Saturday against uh, Orlando at seven thirty at TQL Stadium. Um, it's their second to last home game, third to last game overall. So, um, oh no, never mind. There's more. There's a bunch more. Never There's mind. a lot of weekday games, yeah. I feel, yeah. or a handful. Scratch that. There's still a bunch of weekday games at, <laughs> at home, at least. The only ones that matter are the weekends. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> um, Bengals um, are we were you know fully in season there. Um, the Bengals are in Detroit this weekend. They play the Lions at one o'clock on Sunday. And I guess we'll talk about UC football. I'm not a UC guy, but <laughs> some of our some of our listeners might be. They play. They at, might be UC people. They play at Nipper at noon on Saturday uh, against UCF. All right. Central Florida. <laughs> Great. Well, actually, that's a. I think, I think we covered a, a lot of ground. There's, yeah, there's a there's a lot. A lot of uh, juice in that one. There's so. a lot of juice in that one. So <laughs> we hope you all have a great rest of your week and a great weekend. Get out and enjoy. Yep. Um, I think it's supposed to be pretty nice this weekend. So get out and enjoy the weather. And yep. next week, um, 
we're happy that you've joined us. Yep. After a little bit of a hiatus. Yep. Hi- uh, hiatus. hiatus. Hope, yeah. Hopefully, um, we'll be able to get back into the swing of things and uh, keep you guys up to date. So, have a good week, and uh, we will see you next time. See, see you later. Bye.